Hi everyone, this is Spiritual Jada from the Words of Wisdom podcast show. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone is safe and well. Well, today we have a very special guest. His name is Michael Campion. Um, You might have heard about him. He has an extension of movies. He's been on Fuller House, Robot Dog, um, Red Ruby, Christmas Trade, um, Finding Eden. The list goes on, so I'm pretty excited to have him on the show. Um, So, Michael, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Michael Campion, and I am an actor. Uh, I've been acting for quite some time now. I started when I was five in little theater productions, and it slowly matured and grew into a passion for uh, film and television after I took uh, several acting classes and some commercials. I got my first feature film called RoboDog. Um, and some other films that uh, were, were along the way. Nothing too big up up until this point. And then when I was 12, I got uh, Fuller House. And then that was, that, that's been the biggest thing so far. And that's uh, been the last five years of my career. I, I've been on the show Fuller House as Jackson Fuller. Right, right. So what actually attracted you? I know you said you started at five, but... What gave you that motivation to actually begin a career as an actor? <laughs> well, I feel like I came out of the womb <laughs> very much so uh, performing. Um, I, I, uh, <laughs> and that's what my mom told me at least, because whenever I would talk to people, I was very charismatic. I didn't have too much fear in social interactions. And actually, funny enough, the time that is it like, Finding turning point, turning point is what I'm looking for, is when my mom put me in this Halloween costume pageant and I was Elvis and I won first place because I was quote unquote working the judges according to my mother. So I was I was three and then uh, she was just putting me in lots of different um, things like athletics and uh, acting and I, I just seem to latch on to acting most because of my personality. But I feel like in recent times, what what is it's it's turned in from just a natural knack that I've had for talking to people into a passion for the craft itself. I feel like I've really gotten a chance to appreciate how awesome it is. I mean, you just get to do awesome things. It's this uh, real... It's this real, like, exercise in self-awareness and emotional control and this really great experience to be vulnerable in front of everyone it's really empowering so i feel like that's what's uh attracted me and kept me i uh i started for the for, for the experience and now i'm here for the for the art really okay totally understand so um my next question to you is what was the hardest role that you ever played and why the hardest role that i've ever played in that's interesting um well, I feel like up until this point, I have had uh, lots of roles that were that, that didn't require going out of my comfort zone too much. Um, however, hmm, that's that, that's an interesting question. Uh, there there have been projects. Okay, there there was there was one project. Uh, I don't believe it was on there, but uh, on my IMDb itself. But it was a short film that I did for for one of my friends, 
and uh, I had to play a kid who was all alone in the apocalypse. Um, that was very interesting. I had this like bite mark on my arm, and the whole gimmick was that it was like getting infected and stuff. And uh, to go deep into those like very subtle emotions, because there wasn't too many lines, I had to try and express how I was feeling just through um, uh, just just my face and the things I was doing alone. So that so that was a very interesting exercise and. The character I played didn't really have too much to play off of, so that's a uh, that's what made that one a little bit more challenging, in my opinion. Right. Um. It was that the great uh, Zambani. Uh. So the 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 great Zambino. No, no. So that that was a another short film that I did actually when I was when I was real little. That was probably one of the first ones I did actually. Um. This one was for my friend, and uh, it was called Bite. I don't I don't believe it was. It's on my IMDb. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, that's cool. You know, it's always good to get any type of experience, stuff like that. Yeah, um, for sure. So how do you respond to working under pressure? Working under pressure. I feel like I'm pretty good at working under pressure. Uh, I am not a procrastinator. I, I really try my hardest to get all the work done as soon as I can because when the time comes I feel most prepared uh, but if I have a real short time limit I will set everything aside to do an audition to do uh, a self-tape to do a scene and uh, I it's just it just discipline really I feel like anyone can be good under pressure as long as they have the right tools to, to confidently get them through a situation in acting specifically uh Absolutely. I believe that actually applies to everything, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> confidence. Confidence is good. Right. Absolutely. If you don't have confidence, it's going to be hard to execute anything, actually. Definitely. So, yeah. So are you kind of excited or satisfied with where your career is at now? Where my career is at now? i excited. I... You know, I would say I would say yes because right now I'm I'm at a time in my life where I just completed Fuller House and that was very satisfying because I got to experience the the full ride of you know going on a professional set, meeting professional actors, working with them, gaining boatloads of experience, and now I feel like I am ready to start doing more serious projects, more that showcase. Uh, my acting abilities and skills and I'm also at a point in my life where I can take acting classes without being nailed down to one project and that's really expanded my uh, my expertise my, my my craft so I, I am satisfied I would be more satisfied if obviously I feel like everyone would be happier if the you know pandemic wasn't happening right now because essentially uh, Hollywood is, is shut down so it's re it's slowly building momentum slowly but surely uh, but as of now, there aren't a whole lot of projects to go after, uh, and any more dramatic roles are being given to people who, like, they're not taking too many chances on uh, people anymore because they need to get these projects out there, like, right now. So uh, it's that part I'm not too too sure on, but for myself, I'm really happy with, with where I'm at. Right, right. Well, that's, that's pretty good, you know? You're still young, and you have done a lot of movies so far. Um, when I did some of my research, 
I did see that you had a lot of movies and for you to be like 18, that's a lot, you know? So I congratulate right. you and I see you doing way bigger things, you know? So. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That. No problem. So um, what are some tips on becoming a successful actor? Because I know there's a lot of people um, that are some of my viewers. Uh, we went to acting school together. There's a few people that are really, you know, trying to get into that type of business. So do you have, like, some advice for them to, you know, try to get going? Sure. Acting advice, in my opinion, is always tricky to give because it very much it's very much a case-by-case situation uh because some people uh, there's so many variables and the the craft itself is already so um wishy-washy like nothing is set in stone with acting even when you're on the set itself i mean gosh i've seen people who who did like several scenes or you know several days weeks worth of shooting and then they were cut up so it's like and nothing is secure in this business. So that's that's the first truth that you have to learn. And the second truth is that you have to be okay with that. And you have to love it so much that it is worth everything. It is worth your time. It is worth your money. It is worth your energy more than anything else. Because if you put that at the forefront of, of your plate, you will be successful in X amount of time. Because there, I mean, I've seen actors who wait, sometimes you got to be willing to wait like, 10 20 years before you get something like real big and all the while you have to, you have to love it and from what i found is that if i don't have some type of outlet up until that point like an acting class or refining my skills it's very hard i get really antsy so as long as you're working on your craft you have a solid you know you have solid representation you're doing the work i feel like above everything else because there's so many technicalities that i could discuss and that's better suited for someone who is more educated than me on the actual technicalities of agents and managers and what they can do projects in general i feel like the number one thing that you need as an actor is an unconditional love for the craft and uh you you always want to you always want to learn more you you always want to go to classes you want to um experience and talk to people and that's how 90 percent of actors actually <laughs> end up making it in their careers i mean if you look at some of the bigger name actors they had survival jobs i mean they not until they got one project that that kicked them into stardom so most people are looking for that and lots of people won't get that but again you have you have to love every second of what you do right right totally that's funny that you said that because um i know a few uh actors one of them used to work at like TJ Maxx <laughs> and it's just like funny because like he actually figured like hey you know he didn't have the civil silver spoon you know and his parents were um you know they were in the streets and stuff so he didn't really have that much confidence on moving forward and he said you know he just kept this mindset and his idea like I mean, in his head that things would get better. And then eventually he got that big gig, you know? So he never right. stopped trying. So I believe that that is very important, you know, to keep focused and to keep motivated and to keep going. Because you're going to go through op- obstacles regardless. It's really nothing that you can do except roll with the punches. Absolutely. You, you cultivate your own skills and your determination, uh, you know, 
keeps aflame and you will absolutely get something. Some it comes easier for others. And uh, for me, I just started so early that I had more shots over, you know, uh, the, the seven, eight years, however long it was until I got fuller house at said project. Some people start way later in their lives and they realize that's what they want to do. And they have to go through that whole transition period that I was so blessed to go through at such an early age and found that that passion at such an early age. So I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm a bit of an odd case to, to look at just because I, I have been doing it for so long and some people you know that's how they start they start in high school and they find out that that is their passion and again it's it's a very subtle art of, of patience and determination like you said and i'm really glad you know that's that's a great success story that someone came from tj maxx and now they're they're doing what they love right and that's what i that's what i love to hear right i love to hear success stories yeah, yeah it's great absolutely um so my next question to you is um, if there was one thing that, I mean, you're only 18, so I know that, um, you know, you're just starting to open up into the adult world and stuff like that. So is there anything that you wish that you know, like you would know when you were younger that you don't know, like, what I meant to get, say, I'm sorry. It's just that yeah. I got confused a little bit. Um, so basically, is there one thing you wish you knew when you were younger? About the business? And yes, acting, about the business, right. acting. Yeah, so, um, man, I feel like I definitely have a lot more to learn. And people who are, you know, much older than me will be like, ah, if I only knew that when I was blank, I would be at a whole different uh, stage of my life right now. So, uh, like you did point out, I, I, I am 18, so I haven't had too much time and experience to, you know, be like, oh, I wish I knew that when I was 12. I mean, because, like, how are you supposed to know about yourself? But <laughs> yeah, I, 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 if I were to, to go back, I feel like at, at one point in my life, I would, in my life, I talk like I'm so old. I, 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 at one point, uh, <laughs> When I was younger, um, I was very confused about about acting in general. I, I I was torn because I didn't appreciate it as a craft. I was on Fuller House for so long that that's all that I thought it was. I didn't go to enough acting classes. I didn't meet an, enough um, the, other actors who had different experiences with that type of thing. So I began to lose not interest but but my but my gusto for for acting because i had just been uh thinking about it all wrong and i wish that i would have taken this particular like if the circumstances were right i wish i would have taken this particular acting class that i'm taking now much earlier because i feel like i would be at a more advanced stage right now um and uh it's a it's a meisner based school uh and meisner's just you know for anyone listening it's just uh specific acting technique that's that's quite popular it's similar to method acting if you've ever heard of Stella Adler you know all, all, all the great actors who have made these beautiful methods so when I found that and I started getting really serious about it um I wish I would have found that earlier that's that's what I would say that's what I would say to my to my younger self is to take a little more or, or find find that that truth find find the key uh, to to liking to loving acting earlier right okay yeah so um, let's get a little lighter on the questions because I know I'm getting deep with the questions. All right, so um, who's your favorite actor? Who would you like to work with? Oh, my favorite actor. Um, 
favorite actor, man. I have so many favorite actors. Um, my my top actor that I I would want to. Oh man, I actually you know what I'm gonna do right now. Right now I'm going on my phone. I have a list of actors, and I'm gonna pick one. <laughs> A C T. Okay, actors. Here they are. Uh, I would say Ryan Gosling. Oh really? He's pretty cool. I like him. Too. Ryan Gosling is awesome, and I love him as a person. I loved <laughs> like almost all of his work, and it would be super cool to share a scene with him. That would be awesome. Definitely. So, what kind of roles um, do you prefer, like for the future? I know you did a lot of, um, you know, growing up films and things like that. So, what would what kind of films would you like for the future? Yeah, so I feel like I've been on Fuller House for so long. I, I would love to expand and go into more dramatic roles, um, especially uh, I, my my type of genre is um, either sci-fi, mystery, thriller, like those like those ones that, that, that make you think. They just hit you real hard. Or if I go the other direction, I just want to go in a Mission Impossible movie, do crazy stuff. Stack that, like turn into a Tom Cruise. That would be super cool. But that is a, a very big pipe dream. <laughs> That's pretty cool, you know, because Son, um, Sean Connery, he actually was doing those Mission Impossibles, you know, the James Bonds movies, and then right. we graduated to, like, Tom Cruise doing Mission Impossible. So you never know. You know, you're pretty young, and they might be looking for the next hit coming, you know? Every oh, man, every 10 awesome. years, they always, like, redo everything. So I definitely think that would be pretty cool. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, so where do you see yourself in about five years from now? Where do I see myself in five years? Well, um, besides acting, because, ah, gosh, I, I, I would love, like I said, to do more dramatic roles, specifically a, a feature film. That's that's definitely the goal. Uh, but besides that, I have, I have a few other things that I'm into. I, um, I perform magic. At a place called the Magic Castle in LA. For people who are familiar with that, uh, it's basically a club for magicians. That's where I get to perform. Hopefully, I'll, st- I'll still be doing that in five years. That would be great. Um, and I hopefully have, have a house or a place that I'm permanently out in LA. Uh, it's yeah. That, I, I I feel like those are the, the few driving things that uh, that I, I would love to see. In five years, and not, not not just one feature film. I mean, I, I would like to do several at that point. I, I co- complete this acting class that I was talking about because they have like a two-year program. Um, yeah, yeah, just to overall refine my skills, get some jobs, live out in LA, do some magic. Uh, yeah, that's what I like to do. Okay, all right. So one, um, so what do you see time and time again that actors do? to shoot themselves in the foot. I love acting, um, asking actors this question because every answer <laughs> is different. That's funny. I've never been asked that question before and I have a very strong opinion on this. So um, I would say the number one thing that at least gets on my nerves is when actors who, uh, this go one of two ways, actors who are, are big uh, end up being mean to people uh and they're they're very rude very disrespectful i'm like man you've had such a such an opportunity you've lived such a blessed life that you are throwing that all you're just 
like your your character has gone down the drain like you're not you're not being humble so that's that really annoys me or it's people who believe that they are better than they are and then and they act that that way as well like it's very very pretentious oh man that grinds my gears and for and it's it's more for the long haul because people you know actors can do real stupid things and shoot themselves in the foot and say some stupid stuff that's obviously all bad but i feel like in, in the long term in the long run for, for your reputation you're like oh this guy isn't cool because he was a jerk to me i don't want to work with him you know it's gonna it's gonna nail uh your your job opportunities away it's you're, you're just they're, they're gone if you're not humble if you're not self-aware if you're mean to people that always always pisses me off so that's what i'd say right you know um it's funny you said that because i've been on a few sets and stuff um i've did some work too a little bit of acting work i'm not as suave and famous like you but um yeah and i i've met so many incredible people but then i've met so many like really aggressive people and i'm like wow like i just don't understand you have the opportunity that like so many people would love to have and like your character is really nasty so it's yeah. it's pretty bad but you know like you have to just go with the flow because when people are like that you know, I just look at it, I look at the deeper picture. Maybe they woke, woke up this morning. Maybe something's going on in their family, you know? So we're all human. So I just try to, you know, keep in mind that. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I am the first one to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially if it's someone who is, you know, uh, of, of like in the public eye. Maybe they're just tired. Maybe, maybe they're just doing their thing. That's really fine. But I'm, I'm talking about stuff that is inexcusably nasty, like, just stuff that you hear over and over again about this person because if it's like a one-time encounter ah okay like you know perhaps you're having a bad day everyone has that totally fine i'm talking about like the horror stories you hear on sets about people like just losing it and people getting fired because yes. of them and just jerks <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's that's pretty bad in my opinion yes i've been there i've seen that before yeah sure <laughs> that's awful um so what are you actually working on now um Tell the viewers, are do you have some like upcoming projects? Maybe something is you know in the works for the new year coming up. Sure, sure. Um, actually, yes, I fortunately do, and I, I'm glad I could talk about this now because both of these things are on IMDb uh, upcoming. Um, I believe uh, that there's there's a movie. Uh, it's called Better Than Perfect, and I am going to play the main character. In, in said movie, it, uh, I'm going to be filming that very shortly. I have no idea when it's coming out. I do not get told that information, um, but be on the lookout for that for sure. I am also doing a sitcom show called The Final Exam, where I'm also the main character, and uh, that, I don't know where it's coming out, but I know it's going to be on a streaming service, and that will be announced very shortly. Again, look out for that. Uh, and in the, in the meantime, between those things, um, projects. I hopefully when I, I I mentioned the Magic Castle earlier, that's a place where I perform magic. Hopefully that opens up very soon because I will be definitely performing magic there. And um, I also have a podcast. I have a podcast uh, with my my good friend Justin. And uh, that's that's about it. That's all I got going on. And if you'd like to check out all the updates, it's going to be on my Instagram, and that is at Michael Campion. Straight okay. Up. 
And um, as far as the podcast, I'm pretty curious. Uh, where can I find that at? Apple Music? Yes, so it's on it's on Apple Music. I believe it's on Spotify. Uh, it's not on SoundCloud. It is on YouTube as well. Okay. So, yeah, those those three. All right, so I'll definitely check that out. So, um, one more question before we kind of close out. Uh, so, I'm quite curious to ask um, actors this. So, what do you believe we have in the future? Do you think, like, the movie theater is going to open up? What What's going to happen? Like, you know? <clears throat> I mean, yeah. the streaming services, they're, like, making a lot of money right now. Because, you know, there's limited resources to watch a film and stuff. Oh, yeah. Streaming services, uh, cable has no chance at surviving. Absolutely not. <laughs> and everything's going to be obsolete. It's going to streaming everything. Um, I that, that is not just an opinion. That is actually a fact. If you look at the, the decline of um, cable, uh, so... Lots of them have just been thrown away. Uh, most of them have converted mostly to streaming. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I, as for movie theaters, this is an interesting take, actually. I, I believe that lots of movie theaters are going to to shut down. Um, I, I, as you can see, lots of them already have. Uh, but I believe that most of them are going to convert to, like, stadium-level movie theaters because yes you can go watch them on a streaming service yes you can but the actual experience of going to the movie theater is never going to go away that's still going to be a thing but there's going to be some big changes i i feel like uh lots of companies are going to get absorbed they're all going to be mashed together and we're going to have like as big of an epic theater as you can get to watch said like you know action movies or whatever it is because that's that's a whole different experience and the movie theaters for sure not going away i just believe that a lot of them are going to get obsolete and they're going to turn way larger like up to 11 crank it crank it to 11 <laughs> hello michael Oh, all right. I was like, wait, are you still there? I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I heard heard what you said. You said 1 to 11, right? Oh, yeah. I I was just saying right right now it's at a 1. It's going to be cranked up to an 11. And and then I thought that you would cut out. I, I I didn't hear what you said. Oh, no. I was just listening into what you said. Sometimes, you know, um... With these Zoom and Skype meetings and podcast shows, sometimes it goes a little in and out. So I was able to catch oh, was what it you going said. In and out? A little bit, but I was oh, able I'm to so catch sorry about it. That. It's all right. I was able to catch what you said. So um lastly, can you just tell the viewers your social media, maybe your website, things of that nature, so that way they can be able to look you up and you know, find some more information about you. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I'm not very active on social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, and that's going to be my main source of everything. So you're going to get all the content there. It's just at Michael Campion. That's about it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Michael, for joining us. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Um, I learned a lot about you today. And, you know, I just wish you the best on all your endeavors. And I can't wait to... I guess take a look at some of your work um, and, you know, search YouTube and check out that podcast show. 
Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate that. No problem. Well, everyone who's tuning into the show tonight, um, the show has to come to an end. So you know the drill. You can catch this show every two weeks on a Sunday. And you can find me on social media, Instagram, spiritual underscore Jada, and Twitter, words of wisdom seven. And my email is spiritual.jada at gmail.com. See you soon, guys. Peace and blessings. Stay safe out there. Bye.